Hello, class, and welcome to the 18th episode of A Plus Anime. I am your head teacher, Ian Preschel, and this is my... I guess now you've been upgraded to like a normal teacher. I guess you're like no, I, I'm I'm back to teacher's assistant. I'm oh, sitting yeah? back at the back of the class with my feet up. I had to run the class for two weeks. Now it's back in your hands, boy. I'm fi- hey, I'm fine with that. So you know yeah. what, Nato? How are you, buddy? This week we have Nato. I'm good. I've got my boy back. Everyone's been. Everyone's had their dirty mitts on you. I haven't had you for two whole weeks. Now I get you back to myself. Yes, finally. I'm so happy. You're no longer yeah. spreading memes about Bakugo and I. Now I'm finally back. Yeah. Actually, on that note, look, I, I do give you a lot of shit about your hatred of Bakugo, but I remember I... What is it? He wasn't Blue Exorcist. Now I can't even remember the anime. Oh, no. This whole bit's ruined. It's ruined. But whatever. There's a guy... Oh, no. Fate Zero, I think it's called. Yeah, Fate Zero. That's the one. I talked about it a few episodes, like, uh, it's a while back now I talked about it. But, yeah, I can't judge you because I hate the main character on that so much. Like, we discussed it when I brought it up then. But, yeah, I can't really judge you for that. But I don't hate him in the way you hate Bucky. I just hate him because he's a terrible fucking person that is made to be the main. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Bakugo is not the main character in My Hero Academia, so you got nothing, all right? My one that I hate is the main goddamn character, so... Touche. And it's actually, it's funny that you bring up Bakugo because this show has a bunch of characters that are, like, Bakugo analogs in a lot of ways. Like, they're very similar to... But they exist in a a very different world. But we'll talk about that in a second. So, on today's podcast... On our 18th episode, we'll be discussing Kill La Kill. And if you want to follow along with us at home, then go make sure you listen to the end of the episode when we tell you what our next anime on our watch list is going to be. Remember, this is our summer season, so think of it more of as a beach episode. You know, we're kind of free, we're hanging out, and these are some anime that we have been dying to talk about and some of our favorite anime, so buckle up for a great summer season. Well, technically, it's actually September, so it's not really a summer season for us, but I'm not back in Japan yet, so I'm still calling it a summer season. So it's still <laughs> it's still... It's still hot. It's still hot outside for me. So it's still hot. Exactly. So, Nato, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, had a terrible weekend, but it's all better now. Had to say goodbye to my missus. She's moving to Scotland to do her PhD for the next three to four years. Hopefully, I can follow along in the next year or two. But apart from that, um, been playing a lot of Destiny. I watched this show. I have to bring it up. It's not anime, but it is Japanese. Okay. And it is, I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix, but it is Final Fantasy XIV, Dad of Light. I, I actually have. I have seen it. Have you watched it? No, I've seen clips of it. But, yeah, but I know the concept. Like, it's like a I, guy with his dad playing Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. So, like, I was bored one day. And, you know, sometimes we, you're just browsing through Netflix. And I was like, I'm going to watch the first episode of this because this looks like a complete joke. Like, I'm just going to do this t- to, like, have a laugh. Next minute... All episode, all eight episodes down. I'm crying. No I'm in way. Tears. Okay, okay. God, yeah. It's because the whole concept is like this is even easier to explain for you, but I'll try and do it for more for our viewers. But like the dad, uh, the son comes home and like his dad's quit work, and his dad is like a super like salary man. So uh-huh. like for our listeners, like J- Japan has such a worker mentality that like some people that is their whole life, even if they have family, like they see themselves as more as a businessman than a family man or something like that. And that's kind of what this dad is. And all of a sudden he's just come home and he quit. He's quit his job. 
and he's not told the family why he's just quit. And he's like, Oh, I'm pretty much going to retire and stuff like that. But he's like still got a few years off retiring like age. So the son has like, and then it's all about like the son has that like relationship with his father where it's just like, Oh yeah, we're father and son, but that's the only kind of relationship we have. But he remembers back to when he was a kid, him and his dad had like a good relationship when he was like, three or four or something like that. And a time when they played like the original Final Fantasy. Ah, it's like okay. the top, top down Final Fantasy together. And they used to stay up to like all hours of the night playing it. So the son, he plays Final Fantasy 14 and he's like, he brings up this like elaborate plan to like buy his dad a PlayStation, buy him Final Fantasy 14 and like get him into the game and then like use his character in the game to befriend his dad's character in the game to like, try and form a relation because he doesn't tell like he pretends to be somebody else in the game so he's that his dad doesn't know he's been coming friends with his son so it's all about trying to figure out why his dad quit his job and stuff like that and man whoo that ending it's emotional whew, yeah had me going like it, it i think it f- appealed more to me because that that's a nearly kind of a relationship I have with my own father. Like my dad's like that stoic type where like we don't talk about emotions and blah, blah, blah and yeah. stuff like that. So, so unless we're bonding about like cars or sports, that's the extent of me and my dad's conversations. So that was, I, I, I understood the relationship with that father and son. So they, but they my, used, dad won't, my dad won't play ever play video. Yeah, games, same. So my dad will playing. never do that. I saw him playing a mobile game on an iPad the other day and I was like, Oh, look at you, big guy. <laughs> Um, but that's, that's about, that's about all we got as well. So I, I feel that that's interesting. I, I had heard about yeah. it once before, but I had never, mm. yeah, I had never seen yeah. anything like that. Yeah. I know. I thought it was, I saw it once on Facebook, like com- leading to it coming out and I thought it was going to be like a joke or something. And then I saw it on there and I was like, oh, okay. But it's a ba- it's a, saying that it is based on a kid's true story and stuff like that so it's not just some made up bullshit like it actually happened to this kid and i researched it up and oh it's a nice and heartfelt story by the end of it nice so anything else anything else going on or or no um no just destiny 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 Destiny. speaking okay speaking of japan and destiny did you see the japanese trailer god (coughs) those boys they they just do a good job over there yeah and so for, for context, the Destiny 2 trailer in Japan is it focuses more on like the community coming together and doing like these funny dances together. And like the entire commercial is all about this one guardian who's doing a breakdance thing. And then all these guardians come around and dance with him, essentially. So pretty much, yeah, normal Destiny. That's yeah. pretty much what you get at the tower and stuff. But this is you'd think the Japanese trailer would be more anime, more serious or whatever. But no, it's the exact opposite. Where the American trailer is like super hyper serious, and then the Japanese one is like super goofy. Um, oh, I don't know. The, the American one was all like for the puppies. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like the Japanese one definitely nailed it more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's pretty much what you do in Destiny. You go, you, you go dance. to the tower or the farm or wherever you're going in these games, and you just sit there and dance. That's all you do. Pretty much. Exactly. But that's one of the ways I got blessing on. Like I, I think you were in oh, that you group showed him, thread. You showed I, him the breakdancing thing. You know what the first thing he did? He he's recorded his character dancing, and he's trying to do some montage or something with it. So oh, great. I, hopefully that's not a spoilers for whatever he's building. Oh, great. So. So I guess it's up to me now. So what I've done. So at my recent... So again, I'm in America now from now until like two weeks from from today. And 
in America, there's a thing called Ghibli Fest or Ghibli Fest. <gasps> yeah. So every weekend, there's a different Ghibli movie playing. That's happening worldwide, I think. Really? Because that okay. was happening... Yeah, because we... I don't know if it's still going, but I remember, like, like one cinema in Perth was doing, like, every once a month or once a week was doing a new Studio Ghibli film in the cinemas. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that this is yeah. going around. Because even though I love anime... I've said it on the show before. I've like feel like I haven't seen any of like the Ghibli movies besides like the big ones. Like I saw Totoro and I saw um, Princess Mononoke. But I oh, so when I mentioned yeah. uh, like we were talking about some other stuff before the pod. When I mentioned Ponyo, you hadn't seen never it, seen though. Ponyo. I've seen commercials for it, but uh, I never seen Ponyo. Yeah, yeah, Ponyo's good. Yeah, so the one Ponyo that doesn't I saw, get talked about. Oh, go on. It's it's like it's like the Moana of Disney. Like it's it, because it's new. People don't are like, like it. Yeah, we, we like our old stuff. Me, I like the yeah. old stuff. Yeah. Oh, Latin's so much better. Yeah, I get sure. you. Um, yeah, but but it's amazing. But yeah, so my thing that I saw the movie that I saw was Castle in the Sky. Mm. Really, really great movie, and I, I really yeah, like it. it's that's one beautiful. of the ones that doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah, definitely not. I feel no. My friend invited me, and I was like, oh, I've never seen this one. I wonder what this one's about. And I was super into it. It was beautiful, and it was great. So if you have a chance, go to, do, go to Ghibli Fest or pick up Castle in the Sky on DVD. That's the first thing. Second thing is we were talking about this before the pod, talking about anime, and we were talking about Netflix, since you were talking about that Netflix show before. Neo Yokio from Jaden Smith and the lead singer of what band is it? Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend. Okay, so I could not think of a weirder combination of people. Like They literally have a song that's about going to a bar in Tokyo, though, so. I mean, I'm not denying that they like Tokyo, but I'm saying the producer of the show is the dude from Vampire Weekend. And then how did he meet Jaden Smith? How did, did they write this together? Like, did Jaden Smith write it? Is he just in it just because? And then also, like... Jaden Smith never writes anything. He lives. He lives. It's true. He lives. If you think about it. (laughs) No, like, it's just the weirdest combination of people. And, like, there's a popular podcast out here called Dasis and Miro. And they're they're on Viceland, I think. And and one of them is in it as well. And it it has, like, I don't know if this is supposed to be a parody... Like I saw yesterday, Jude it, yeah, Jude Law's in it. But I saw it yesterday, and is he the narrator? Because like I, 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 I think so. I think he, the, I think he trailer? is narrating it. Yeah, but okay. I saw yesterday it was classified as a parody. But I don't know if this it it feels like it's playing it straight, but it also feels like a parody because there's like Gundams in there. There's like ghosts in here. There's like I know, everything. Th- that's why I was wishing it was coming to like. Like one of like one of the anime streaming sites because like they always do a good review of it, but like because it's a Netflix show, people are be like, Netflix oh. is going to go, yeah, it's good, it's one of our shows, watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, I I I want to like because Crunchyroll doesn't or like Crunchyroll Anime Lab or whatever you're watching on, they don't make their own. An- well, I think Crunchy's trying to make their own one at the moment, but we'll, that's a story for another time. But because it's not their shows, they re- review it as unbiased as somebody could review something. Mm -hmm. So like if anything new comes out, they're all like, Oh yeah, this is all right. Or yeah, this is all right. So like, I haven't had anyone apart from Buzzfeed tell me whether it's good or not. And they're reliable. They're definitely reliable with anime. Mm, Yeah, not really. Exactly. Um, But that's it. I'm excited to watch that whenever that comes out. And I'm like morbidly curious because half my friend base is like, Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And the other half is like, dude, this doesn't look good at all. I am so excited. 
And I think it's actually animated by Studio Trigger, which is the animation studio that does this show. I'm pretty sure. So we'll see how it goes. But for now, let's see the next thing on my list here. Oh, I think NATO died. Did NATO die? No, I think you died. Okay, we're alive. Good. I, like your, your screen cracked out, and then I was like, oh, what happened? But anyway. Yeah, yours went completely black. It's cool. It's just me. That's, that's just me now. Right. So anyway, so our next thing, the next thing that I did actually was Steven Universe. Now, do you watch Steven Universe, NATO, or no? Yeah. You seem sad about that. Why? I don't I want to get in on it but I hate Steven. Like I but this oh, is me wow. coming from you hate probably Steven, like Oh wow, I wonder I, wonder wonder why you hate Steven and you like Bakugo. Cuz he's super annoying. Like He's really not point, though. He's really not oh though. Oh my god, he really is. God, this is yeah. Uh, I just can't handle like idiots. If that makes sense. No, yeah, but he's no. like he's like eight. Yeah, I he just annoys everything about me. Like I just can't stand him, which is sad because like people talk about Steven Universe the same way they talk about like like later season Adventure Times and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, I want to get into that kind of lore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is. It's very anime, also actually. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah, like I, I just can't stand, I just can't stand Stephen. He's all like, "I got a backpack that's a hamburger." <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I was gonna rip you for that, but then that was actually a pretty good Stephen Universe impression. Um, he literally, I've seen the scene, the the episode where he like they're going on this ultimate quest, and he brings a stupid hamburger backpack. But yeah, I don't know. I love Steven yes, Universe, so I'm, I'm from like a, it's coming from a weird place, but I do understand where you're coming from, and in the beginning, definitely, Steven does have some problems where he's like, like yeah, stupid character. Yeah, I've only probably watched about the first eight episodes. Oh, okay, because I just watched like the 50th episode, or like yeah, the most no, recent episode. Yeah, that's what I mean, I, I just couldn't, like, I was trying to struggle through it, and I just can't. I, I'm about to just send you a clip from, I from like, the- Because I like all the girls. Yeah, the, the, the gems are great, but- this most yeah. recent episode was very emotional. It was really good writing. And it took a character, speaking of Bakugo, it took a character that I didn't like at all. And he's designed for you to hate. Like, he is a jerk. Like, he does things that are, like, unforgivable. He's an asshole. Is that the one with the trailer? Like, the, the camper trailer? No, no, no. He, he has a big uh, ear. Because I saw big some earrings. episode on TV, and he, there was an old-looking guy that looks like Steven. So that's his, that's his, that's his the, dad. Camp. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but no, it's, his name is Lars. He has big earring holes, and he's got orange hair, uh, and he's a dick. But he, the, I've never seen a better redemption oh, arc. Is it the episode where the, the, vi- the moss grows over people? No. But no spoilers, obviously. Oh, so we're not trying to talk about well. the, the final yeah. episodes of, no. of Steven Universe. But no. um, that character arc was probably one of the best I've seen in, in cartoons in a long time in anime as well, which is a good, good, like, I'm not going to segue, but I'm going to say, this is a good point for kill a kill when we're talking out because the villain of this, like the ultimate villain at the start of like the seasons Mm -hmm. becomes your favorite, like most people's favorite character by the end. Yeah. I forget. Wait, I have Shotsky. Yeah. She has a huge, like character development and then a twists and turns. And then she ends up being everyone's hated character to nearly everybody. They like her more than Ruko. Really? Yeah. 
Interesting. Most people. Most people I've talked to, like 99%. Huh. So it's a good, it's a good jump. As you say, because both studios animate each other, don't they? Isn't that what you were saying originally? It's what do you mean? Steven Universe? Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah, so that was actually the segue. The segue is, is that... Um, is that Steven Universe, there's uh, one episode is animated by Studio Trigger. And that's and then also Neo Yokio is also, I think, animated by Studio Trigger. Or possibly Studio Guy, Guy Gax or Gynax that Studio Trigger came from. So I was saying it's... It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely Studio D&D, Mr. Guy Gax. Oh, yeah, definitely exactly. But I, I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that we were talking about all these anime that just so happen to be connected to one another. And yeah. yeah. So I just thought it was interesting. So... Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show, and that is, of course, Kill la Kill. So I just want to say my quick piece before we start. So everyone knows that I love Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann is probably my favorite anime to date that I've watched. And a lot of times I feel like it's my favorite just because of the time period that I watched it at. Not necessarily yeah. like the overall, like, is it better than or less than other anime? It really just hit me in a good time, and that's why I love it so much. So... Yeah, I've been if you know me in my personal life, you know that I've shit on Kill a Kill for a long time. Now, don't turn off the podcast yet. There's a reason why. So I love Gurren Lagann. And when that finished, there is this hole in my heart because obviously there's no season two. There's there's no like continuation from that story because it wraps up so well. Right. So whenever someone said, oh, man, you like Kill, uh, Gurren Lagann, you should watch Kill a Kill because it's made from the studio, like blah, 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 blah. And then my response was was anger. You know, like, the, the whole thing with, like, um, when someone dies, the, the stage... They can never recreate my love! Yeah, it's, like, the stages of grief or whatever. It's, like, first it's, like, denial, <laughs> then anger, then... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's that. So, like, that was me. I was in denial, and I said, you know, no, fuck that show. The show is lame. You know, no one's better than Kamina. You know, whatever. You know, no one's better than Shimon. Like, no one will be able to replace Daigurin. Like, nothing. Man, I can't wait for you to get fall in love with these characters. Yeah. Like you've 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 seen a bunch at the start already that I'm just like some of these are awesome characters later down the track. Yeah, and so what I was trying to say before was is that I love Gurren Lagann so much, and that clouded my judgment with this show. And now I've like taken a step back from my like being in love with Gurren days, and now we're talking about all these other anime that we've seen. Like Mushishi is still in my brain every day. I still think about that Mushishi episode. Like no no joke. Like at least once a week, I think about it. Like wow, that episode was fucking great. So now that I've taken a step back, now I finally understand, all right, Gurren is great. It has yeah. its place, but there are other places, there are other shows that can also shine and I don't have to feel guilty about liking them. But then, but then let me ask you this, like, does watching this also make you realize why you did love Gurren Lagan, as in like how beautiful the animation is? And it wasn't just because of the time period you watch Gurren Lagan, it was because it is amazing animation and like seeing the remnants and like the the legacy as in, in this new studio that's made Kill a Kill now, like you could, God, just what here, I'm gonna bring the one scene, it's not spoilery, it's the one scene where they pan out. Like they start from the inside the court, like the courtyard of the school, and just keep coming further and further out. And it shows more and more of the city, and then it shows the whole school. And yeah, you're just yeah. Like, and like it has a weird, fuck. it has like a weird fisheye lens to it. Yeah. So, oh wait, I need to see if I'm gonna die. Wait, oh god, uh, NATO talk. So look, I'll t- I'll I'll explain the per, uh, point of this show. So. This is the, I 
All right, I'm going to have to take it back just a bit. This this anime I've put on the list for, like, a whole multitude of reasons. The first one we've touched on now is because of Gurren Lagann. Like, I knew Ian had to watch this show because of Gurren Lagann. Like, it, it has so much just heritage from Gurren Lagann. Like, it's not a replacement or anything like that, but you can you can feel the heritage. The second reason, the, like, one of the main reasons is because we've, we've sometimes here and there touched on the, that big taboo word in anime, fan service. So I thought, you know what? We've, we've, we've been dipping our toe in the shallow water, so I'm going to throw our audience in the deep end. This is the deep end of fan service, but not in a bad way, because there are some ones there. I'll hopefully one day bring them onto the list. Things like High School of the Dead and stuff like that, which is extreme fan service, but in a bad way. This, on the other hand, is nearly to the point where it becomes a parody of fan service, and not in a fact. So, if if this is your first episode, so I've been using that keyword fan service. Fan service is ever if. A body part is ever like so, like the camera zooms up on breasts, or like she's in, like a, a, a character is in a very seductive way that doesn't really fit the scene, as it is more for the fan that is watching the show rather than. So it services the fan as opposed to serv- the narrative, or as opposed fan. to like the punchline or something like that. It's all about like, oh hey, look yeah. at this girl; she's got boobs. But yeah, see that's the difference in this because every time something is fan servicey. Characters in the show pull it up. Like the first time you see Ruko in her outfit, everyone's just like, why the shit are you wearing that? Yeah, they're like, While what's in, going on here? Uh, yeah, so in other animes, that wouldn't ever be called out. Like nobody would call that out if it was fan service, which is the difference. Between. But this is one of those anime that's like, I'm going to get you deep swimming, learn how to swim with anime and fan service. Because, like, this this one you probably don't want to watch around with family. But, God, it is a good anime, though, isn't it, Ian? It's amazing. So, sorry about that. I was sneezing before. So, back to what I was saying before. I completely agree with what you're saying, Nato. And, yes, this show is all about fan service. But, again, it's about fan service, but it's also a parody. Yeah, and also it's not the usual type of fan service because fan service usually tries to service the the male audience. So like usually it's a girl leaning over. And yes, Rukiri is in her skimpy outfit anytime she powers up, but the first scene has a dude literally stuck naked once he gets punched out. Like he's standing there completely yeah. naked. And then later on in another scene, uh, like another character, when he loses all his clothing, he has like a little energy ball over his man privates. Yeah. Like that's the only thing he has left. And then other characters you've seen already, which is like the disciplinary character. Wait till you see his powered up outfit. It is a full on. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. Yeah. So so it doesn't it doesn't it's not just fan service for male or female. Like there's literally uh like a, a group of people that are freedom fighters that are nudists. Like their whole thing is new and they're mostly all male, so they're all naked male people. Oh, okay. It's a great show. But yeah. anyway, my whole my whole thoughts back to what I was saying before is I love the show. I'm sad that in the past I took it for granted and said that oh I didn't like it because it was not Gurren. And Make Mm. sure you don't do that with any anime that you love. Like, for example, if you like DBZ, don't go and not watch, like, 
uh, Hunter x Hunter or Hunter Hunter because it's not DBZ. Always have an open mind and always try and get like a new show in your life because Kill a Kill, I had an awesome time watching. And the, like, like Nato said before, the animation style is beautiful. I love it. And like it takes like, for example, Gurren Lagann gets this crazy fever pitch point at the, like its last episodes or like, even like halfway through its season. But like this show, second one out the gate, it's like, yo, nope, this show is weird as hell. The animation cro- like quality is crazy high and it does weird things with the animation to make you like really excited and really like pumped up and like gives you weird angles and stuff like that. And it's amazing. So yeah, my, we'll get, we'll get into the premise of the show as yeah. well. So, so what is the premise? The, ho- the whole premise, the, the whole premise is it's this, it's this huge honorary school on the top of this hill over this town. Like, or that uh, you're asking like, that sounds crazy. Yep. It is. It's already crazy. And it's all about this girl, uh, Ru- Rukio. Yep. Rukio. Oh God, I can, I've, I, yeah, I did say it right this time. Yeah, I've been Ru- saying it Rukio wrong. Rukio Mako or something like that, I think is the full name. Yeah. 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 Mario. Um, yeah. She transfers to this school and like the whole point, uh, her whole story is like, she's trying to find the person who murdered her father. And then, so that's one half of the story. The other half of this is the story is this chick, um, Satsuki. 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 Yeah. She is the class president. Her mum owns the school, literally owns it. Like she built it. She's the president. So pretty much all the state teachers are her students and she runs the school, like runs it. So that's one, the next point. The third point of this story is in this world, there's clothing called Goku uniforms and they, which is, ama- which is them, an amazing name. Yeah. When you wear them, they give you superpowers pretty much. And they all relate to like kind of what your personality and stuff like that. So there's also different levels of the uniforms. There's star one, star two and star three. And then there's also the president's outfit. So star one people are anyone that are privileged enough to get a uniform. You're low, you're low power. Second stars is like club leaders. So you'll have like the boxing, uh, uh, the boxing club uh, manager will have a star too. And then like the tennis person. And then the three stars are like, the, the council leaders of the school, they're like the sports counselor that runs all the sports. So, yeah, and they all have crazy, crazy powers. And it's all about the, the uh, clothing that are like sentient and stuff. like. Oh, my God. It, it's such an insane story that is amazing. And it, it, every second, it's a nonstop adventure. So, needless to say, I think we both like this show. Yeah. So... I really love this show. Even, like, no spoilers, obviously, for, like, anything that happens in episode one or, or past then. But, like, just watch this show. It's so amazing. Just go and watch it. This is going to be our shortest episode because it's going to be like, hey, watch it. That's it. It's yeah. a two-second episode. Well, like, in, uh, well, we're, we're, we're going to talk about another anime next week that's, like, really crazy as well. But, like, this is also on the equivalent of One Punch Man as well. Like, they are equal for me. This one, this one's if you're want to get deep into anime, though. Like as I said, a lot of fan service, like a shit ton of fan service. But man, is it good? Also, completely unrelated to what we're talking about right now. Or actually, it is related. But do you ever, or did you ever watch the show S Cry Ed? No. So for people that don't know, that's also an anime that came out not from from Trigger, but from Let's see what studio it was it was come it was actually 
It was published through Adult Swim in America, but it was from Sunrise Studios, and it reminds me a lot of Kill la Kill in a lot of ways. The two characters, mm. the color schemes are connected and stuff like that. There's, like, this weird... It's not about clothes in this world. It's about, like, this weird psychic energy and stuff like that. It's weird. But check out Scryhead, too. Unrelated to what we're talking about, though. So I gave it an A. I love this show. It reminds me of Gurren, but it's, like, way fast-paced, way more fast-paced, and gets straight to the point. The fan service stuff is, like, okay for me. I'm not too uh, offended by it, obviously, because it's, like, a part of the show. You know what I mean? It's like a part of like what you sign up for with this show. So like if you can, if you're not a fan of fan service, it might not be your thing. But to me, I really love it just because it's like a parody of it. It's like taking that joke from other shows where it's like, like even in Gurren Lagann, like it takes it, like it's making fun of that in a certain way. Well, like even, even things like it's nearly making fun of like Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah, because they do mention that like, they say it's a sailor outfit, right? They're like, what? It's a sailor outfit? Yeah. Why is this a sailor outfit? Well, like, even, you know, like, even her, like, transformation, like, you know, if anyone's seen Sailor Moon, when she goes from her, like, school outfit to her Sailor Moon outfit. She's like a naked energy like girl, does, right? Yeah, she's like a naked energy girl. Like, that's that's the whole point of her outfit. It's a sailor outfit that turns into a superhuman outfit, like a superpower outfit, just like Sailor Moon. Like, it's such a good... I know we shat on... What's it called? The one we did earlier about parody. Oh, now um... Now I can't remember it. Now I can't remember it either. Gintama. Gintama, there Gintama. you go. But... Yeah, these guys just do it in a way that it's not like it's not third wall, like fourth wally. Okay, like it's not they're not self aware, but they're self aware about the tropes that are bad. So like they call out fan service anytime somebody like has a crazy outfit. There's some crazy like S and M kind of outfits later on down the track, and people are just like, "What is going?" They're like, on? "Why are you?" Like I think the first thing uh, that I saw, or the the funniest thing that I saw in that episode was like as soon as she. As soon as something happens in the show, someone goes, wait, what are you wearing? Why are your breasts out? Are you making fun of this? We're fighting right now, essentially. Like, it was this whole big thing, and yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. so It's a great so show. Yeah. So what would your grade be, non-spoilery, for this episode? Oh, for the first episode, definitely A+. Just because it's so, like, the animation. Like, we, we always say the animation looks amazing, but this is, like, action and animation. Like, not beautiful painting animation like mushishi and stuff like that this is like in your face like bam 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 like stuff that like oh oh, man i'm blanking man it's a blanking night for me tonight sorry audience no coffee for me and your girlfriend is gone so we're all we're just scatterbrained today which we're just sad boys we're just i think we're just so happy to have each other exactly we're just emotional because we haven't seen each other in a while but but like what's the guy who made um avatar what? That guy. Cameron. James Cameron. Cameron? Yeah, that's the guy. There you go. Yeah, something something like anime, like just action that even James Cameron would be like, damn, damn. that's beautiful damn, action. Damn, girl. So, yeah, do we want to talk just a bit about some scenes and stuff like um, that? I don't know. Do we? Because we have the whole spoiler section just for that, you know? I, yeah. Well, is that where we're going into? Spoiler I think so, thing? right? Yeah, I think so, so. We'll go into small So spoilers. if you want to stay on for the spoiler section, we're going to be right back of this commercial break. So we'll be right back. Bye-bye. 
Hey there, listener. Thank you so much for checking out A Plus Anime. If you like the show, there are more like it on OKBeast.com. You should check out the OKBeast podcast where Ian and Blessing talk video games and more. Also, check out the OKBeast YouTube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take. Thank you for listening and suck mod. And we are back for full spoilers. So if you have seen all of episode one, then feel free to keep listening until the end. But we are going to talk about specific scenes, specific things about the show. And we might talk about things a little bit farther into the show, but don't get too worried about that. Because I haven't seen past episode three, I think. Have you seen the whole thing, NATO, or no? Oh, yeah. This is, this oh, okay. is, one, of those, this is one of those NATO specials where I like, went through it in a day or two. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Good. Like, like when I ask you to watch something else, and you're like, "Oh, I already watched it." NATO, there's three seasons of it. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna. I have like my little notes thing because people know that I write notes whenever I watch these shows. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna list off those, and then we can talk about things piece by piece if you want to. NATO, is that okay? Yeah, beautiful. Actually, sounds good. Did you? Well, yeah. One question. Did you like? That's what I was missing. I, I think I brought it up in last episode of the, or the episode before that. I've been trying to listen in more to like the background sound because I know that's your thing and I always miss that stuff. So I didn't pay attention that much to sound in this one. So I'd like to hear your opinions on sound as well um, at some stage. I actually was focusing more on the story and like the animation yeah. quality in this one too. It is hard to like do music stuff in your, unless you're like specifically looking for out for it. But yeah, I think that like, yeah, I can't even remember anything about the music because the, the is, animation is, is so like, striking. Yeah, when she rocks up the second time in her outfit, in her outfit for the first time, um, I do remember that like gallivanting, like oh, oh, oh. like I know that's oh, oh, my hero yeah. academia, but it was just like it was like uplifting, like oh, the hero is here. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that bit. That's about the only bit I remember. That that is, you know, now that you brought it up, it is hard to like keep track of that stuff like oh like, yeah. i wonder how the music is gonna like sound in comparison to this or whatever because especially that's, that's with this I, anime like, every time you bring it up i'm like damn I, I hate that i miss that stuff i was focusing more of this episode about the sound of voices actually yeah so like in this show like we mentioned before that it's a big parody show right so like there's like we're parroting sailor moon a little bit parroting like even gurren lagan like past shows and stuff like that and like fan service and stuff like that but to me, each character is kind of like playing off huge anime tropes. So, like for example, uh, Ryu, uh, Ryuki Mako Mako Ryuki. So she yeah. she is like kind of like the Yankee boy, like the like the stereotypical like main uh, main male anime protagonist, where they're like, Dadakore! like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the super hyper yeah. male persona. She's also, she's also nearly like the comedy, the usual male comedy relief. Yeah, That's kind why, of. Like, this this anime is like so funny because it's it's all of the normal tropes of like shonens and all that, but it's completely flipped on her head because it's, it's a female. A girl, yeah, because it's a girl. Yeah, female protagonist, and then even her be- her comedy relief best friend is also a female as well. It's amazing. But she's like the combination of like the the girl character, the girl character you meet in an anime, but then also she's like super weird and she's like yeah. also super dumb. That sidekick like, character. I, I, the one thing I do pick up, uh, I picked up a lot watching this second time. So many times when they, when the characters are looking at an angle that like they would be copying something that they shouldn't be cop- like shouldn't be seeing. Uh-huh. They all, all they are blushing. You like if you watch yeah. it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, like she, like Rukia, when she's in her whole outfit the whole time, she's like blushing. But like this one time when. Rukia lands and Makio's underneath her and like she could obviously see up her dress like 
and yeah, she gets the blushes straight up and it's like just those small details that they throw in there and it's just like, God, it's hilarious. Yeah, I definitely like those like small touches in the show. Yeah. So anyway, back to what I was saying. So I was focusing more on the the audio, the voices. So like, again, like the way different characters talk in Japanese are like very reminiscent of characters in the past. Like, for example, like Rukio, Mako kind of sounds like if you played Persona 5, kind of sounds like Ryuji. It kind of sounds like Kanji from Persona 4. And like this, mm. that stereotypical like alpha male character, but in like a girl form, which is again, playing yeah. off the trope of the like alpha male character. Um, but yeah, I thought that was super interesting in terms of the audio stuff. So so here are my notes. So the beginning lecture that they're doing, they're like explaining the world of this and they go chancellor Hitler. And then Germany was met with post-war democracy. And then after Hitler came to power after the post-war democracy, there was fascism. I'm so confused. Like I, I read that first line and I paused it and I was like, wait, what? Like what's going on? Um, But it also, but also that scene is setting up, um, Satsuki as well Because like It goes from like Talking to yeah, Hitler And like then next fascism, minute Like pan, yeah. pas- pans up with her Like standing Predominantly With her sword In front of her Like in like a Nearly night stance And stuff like yeah. that Lording over the school Like in a Hitler Like podium position Yeah and then all the The one star Goku uniform guys Are doing like a pose Kind of like their Their uh, It's like the Hitler salute But like Or the Nazi salute But similar to It's like on their chest Yeah you know what I mean? I've seen that other pose before, but it's not it's not only exclusively with Hitler. I think that might also be a Japanese thing. I might it might be like an army thing. I'm not really sure. Yeah, um, I think it is as well. Yeah. So so yeah, I just like I'll just write these things up. Uh so like animation is amazing, style is great, the comedy is great and explosive. Uh and then I wrote the Goku uniform, and I don't know what Goku means in Japanese, but Goku obviously Dragon Ball Z reference if not another Japanese word. Um I said that the art in this episode is unparalleled and like, this is way stronger than Gurren Lagann's first episode, I think. Um, and I love Ida Gamagiri. That character is fucking awesome. He is amazing. The, uh, the character, the all white guy with the tan skin, the blonde hair and the earrings. Do you know who I'm talking about? Ada? Yeah. He's, Oh my God. He's amazing. Um, so also, I don't know if you knew this, but Satsuki her name, Satsuki Kiryu. So, yeah. do you play um, Yakuza at all or no? No, I've always wanted to get into it, but I've never really been a PlayStation guy until the PlayStation 4. So Okay, so, I mean, neither have I, to be honest with you. But Kiryu in Japanese means demon dragon. So, I don't know if that's relevant to, the, like, later episodes in the show. But I thought that was a cool little, like, reference, like... It, it reminds me of the character from Yakuza. And Kiryu also means demon dragon. And, like, she's supposed to be, like, the top of this school or whatever. I yeah. thought it was an yeah. interesting little, like possible, like, um, homage, you know what I mean? Mm, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Goku, yeah. Goku apparently means sun as well. Like okay. sun as in like the sun, the sun of something. That's funny. So yeah. sun Goku means sun, sun anyway. Um, yeah, that's like the closest yeah. thing I've been able to find. Yeah. It, again, I mm. might, it might be, I should know this cause I'm supposed to be practicing Japanese, but I'm not. So, um, then uh, I said, uh, so the her first line. Oh, it means monkey. Sorry. It's oh, monkey. monkey. Okay, like monkey yeah. king. Oh yeah, duh. Of course, I should have known yeah. that. Um, yeah, because it's all because like Dragon Ball's like side note. Dragon Ball Z is like based to like Journey to the West and stuff. Yeah, like that, exactly. So. Sun Goku and stuff like that. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so 
one of the first lines that uh, that Satsuki says is fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. So like you can already tell that the, from these lines that this show is ridiculous. This show is like yes. a meme. Essentially, it's like memeing itself in a, in a yeah, weird you, way. You, at, like she says at one point, like you are all like pigs in uniforms, pigs in like, human clothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's ugh, it's great. But anyway, um, yeah, I have a couple more notes here. I said uh, Ryuki looks amazing. She's awesome. I love her design. The color schemes, everything about her is great. Um, yeah. The episode I love title. The red tinge in her hair. Exactly. The red is a great accent color. And it kind of reminds me of the color scheme of Gurren Lagan because the main characters in Gurren Lagan all are some variation of red, blue, and yellow. And Ryuki yep. is red, blue, and black. And with some yellow when she has her actual costume on. So I was like, this yeah. is definitely a color homage to Gurren Lagan in some sort of way. Because you don't actually get the character, you don't get the uniform's name in this one. No, so I you don't. written it down. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, that, that made my heart sing when I saw that. Because I was like, oh, my God, it's Gurren. It's Gurren. Um, so, also, she has sharp teeth. I'm in. I love her. She's amazing. And yeah. uh, I don't know if you know this either, Nato, but uh, like in Japanese, the Yankee boy, like, main alpha male protagonist, there's a thing where it's like, tate kore. Like, they, like, roll their R's in a certain way. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like this weird, yeah, like, it's like a weird Spanish-sounding thing in the middle of Japanese. Yeah. But she also does that in that first scene where she's fighting, like, the different... Um, like the little kids, essentially, and I yeah. heard that, and I was ooh, yes, I love her. Wait, She's wait great. till you see her. Wait till you see her Goku uniform. It's so Yankee boy. Yeah, she's oh my god, she's great. Um, yeah. So, and then I said, like we mentioned before, I said I love how it makes fun of anime with characters and tropes. How the bowl cut girl is a play off of the girl, like the stereotypical like uh, like childish childhood friend character. Uh, you know, Mako. Ma- Yep. Makan Shoku, she's like super cool. Ryo- Ryuko is like a playoff, the badass trope, like the alpha male trope, but it's actually, or the Bonsho trope, but it's know, a, a girl. Like, Satsuki, like people are like, you know? oh, they're, ju- they're just putting oh, females in, like, in, in the male roles, but like, it's sort of true as well, because like they don't try and feminize her whatsoever. Like she, she, you could replace her easily with a male character, and it wouldn't change the exactly. story whatsoever. That's why I love it because yeah. like they, they don't even put like she is exactly a male protagonist. And up it's in, so up in, good up until the point where she puts on the costume. It like her gender yeah. is a non-factor. She like beats yeah. the shit out of that guy, and the only time he mentions that she's a girl is when she has the costume on. And I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting and and funny, honestly. Um, and then that's, that's why yeah. it's such a great contrast between her personality and then how the uniform activates when it's in its power mode. Like she looks like a woman when she's in that mode, but she still like acts like the macho man, like lead character in a shonen yeah. thing. And it's awesome. And then, yeah. And then the only thing I have like written down here at the bottom is I feel like this plays off of tropes really well and uses these tropes to make a good statement. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. I loved it. Love this show. It's amazing. Nato, go for it, buddy. All right. Yeah. So, God, just the start with Ira, when, like, Ira, the disciplinary guy, like, you get introduced to him. Like, he's the Ira, first he's council member. Ira, he's not Jewish. Member. His name is Ida. Huh? Ida. No, it's I-R-A. It's not, it's not Ira. It's Ida. Oh. Ida. You it's nerd. It's there's no D in there. Ida. That's what oh, I said. Okay. I-R-A. But in Japanese, it's Ira. Well, there you go. Ira. There you go. Okay. Cool. Well, Ira. 
Um, yeah, you get to be introduced to him first. And he's one of my favourite support characters that through the story. Because he, like, pretty much all the villains you meet that are not just one-off villains like the boxing guy, all of them have their own redemption arcs through the end of the story. Pretty much every character you meet is going to be a good guy by the end. So, oh, okay. God. God, it's so good. But he, I, yeah, Ira is awesome. Man, the uniform, even just the look of the uniforms, it's like... Because, like, for, especially from a Western audience, that the the Japanese, like, Japanese stereotypical, like, school outfits, like, very militarized looking. Yeah, they are. And it's, it just suits that, like, mentality that they've set up really well with, like, Hitler and the star uniforms. And, and like, keeping people down and, and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, man. It's just great. And, like, the boxing matchup first, it gives you so, so much, like, hidden information in that first episode that you just do not know until yeah, you've, she, like, watched it. So I don't know if this is actually true about the rest of the season, but if you rewatch that one clip where she says, hey, I know you, I know you know about this sword, in that, like, there's, like, a flash of, like, that scene. The other half of the scissor is light blue. And that's the same color scheme as uh, as Satsuki and, like, the other characters. So, yeah. again, I haven't seen past, like, episode two or three, so I don't really know how relevant she is in the rest of the show. But, like, it's the same color scheme. Just saying. You'll see. You'll see. I like when, I like when the other blade comes into the action. But that's what I mean. It sets up, like, who, who killed her father? Who is her father? Because, like, in the final couple of episodes, like, bit scenes of the show when they're all like talking about it, she's like, Oh, that's her name. Oh, so like she knew her last name and everything. And the, she knew the, she knew the scissor blade and she knew what it does. And it's just like, they give you so much in that. The only, that's about the only negative in, I would give this show in the first episode that like, it hits you with a lot that like, a lot at once kind of, it, yeah, but not a, not in a way that you, you know you're getting hit with a lot. It's like subtle. Like you, yeah, and that you might forget those things by the time it becomes relevant. That ah, would be okay. my only negative. Yeah, and apart from that, like they 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 bank a lot on you staying in because of the action. Okay. So like if the if the action doesn't catch you it's hard to keep going because not really much of the story was given apart from it's a chick trying to find who killed her father. And that's it. And, like, because it, it, it nearly rushes along her getting the suit pretty quickly. Like, all of a sudden she, like, drives off, falls down, finds a suit, comes back. It's like, ooh. That was a bit rushed is the only time I was a bit like, ooh. I wish they... But you got to fit all that into that first episode. So they did good. I'll give him that. Okay. It's still, that's the one thing that I was a bit like, eh. That it's like, it felt too I, fast for you? Yeah. I could see somebody picking, like, I don't care, but I could see somebody picking on that. Nitpicking it a little bit? A couple of, yeah. It's just a bit convenient that she, like, drove to the exact location where she could fall in that trap hole and stuff like that. Hmm. I get you. Hmm. I can yeah. see that being a nitpick, but yeah. even with spoilers and everything, I gave the show an A. My my thing doesn't change. I love this show. Yeah. I think everyone should go and watch it. Yeah, Ugh, it's, it's great. I I worry. Like I wish I could recommend this to more people, but I'm I'm I am always worried about how people will perceive the like full on nudity and 
Yeah, like the fan servicey stuff. Yeah. But, apart, but like that's the thing, you could never take that out because it makes the show what it is as well. So, I don't know. It's 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 the double-edged blade. It what it what it banks on with like the full-onness and stuff like that. But man, it makes some characters. It really does. Their outfits really are insane. And yeah, just just watch it alone or watch it with somebody you know that's not going to judge you. <laughs> Is the only suggestion yeah, watch it with your other lewd friends who look at weird yeah. anime porn with you. So, Nate, do you have anything else to say, or are we, are we good? No. I would just like to laugh that we were like, yeah, this is going to be a short episode. Yeah, I know, right? All, none of our episodes are short here <laughs> on A Plus Anime. So, anyway, let me get into the... I forgot to say this in the beginning of the show, so I feel bad. So, listen for me, and humor me for one second, Nato. Any feedback, please tweet us at OKBeast now with the hashtag A plus anime, or you can email me at Ian at OKBeast.com. And of course, if you have a minute, please leave us a review on iTunes because it helps other people watch great anime and watch it with us. So, Nato, where can people find you? You can always find me at NatoJ18 on the Twitters. You can find me on my other podcast, the Cross-Continental Comedy Podcast, Four Yanks, One Aussie. Comes out every Monday in America and Tuesday, well, yeah, Tuesday morning for Australian audiences. All the rest can figure it out. Nice. And you can find me at Ian Wynott, I-A-N-W-H-Y-N-O-T. You can find me at OKBeastNow on Twitter, technically, because I'm a part of OKBeast, but you can also find us at the OKBeast YouTube channel. We do new video essays every Friday, so if you're into games and stuff like that, games and, like, we did our most recent one's about music, so, like, we have a bunch of different topics that we cover in our video essays. So if you're into that sort of stuff, check us out. I did a video essay about Pyre, the last game from Supergiant Games. So check that out if you're curious. Um, And, yeah. So, guys, this has been A Plus Anime. Oh, wait, next episode. I always do this. So, Next episode, what it, what is it going to be about, Nato? What's our next episode? Exactly. So next week we're going to talk about One Punch Man. So yeah, if you so haven't seen going, it, go for it. That's what, what I was about to say. Um, that's two good two good action animes coming after each other. First, Kill a Kill, and One Punch Man is if you want the same kind of action but with less ludity. Is what I'll say. So yeah, it's a good I guess so. Yeah, I guess it is less lewd. I'm like trying to think if there's any weird lewd scenes in it, but no, it's good. Not really. Yeah. There you go. They had they had more action into it. Yeah. All right. So this has been a plus anime. I am Ian. That was Nato. Thank you for listening. And Nato, what do we always say at the end of the show? Love each other and watch some anime. Bye bye. Bye. Next time on A Plus Anime, NATO continues to be Australian, and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.